The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon, broadcasting from Scottsdale, Arizona, and we're absolutely delighted to have you with us today. To begin, I, I want to say that our hearts go out to those involved in the Fort Hood shootings of yesterday, and to the families of those who were killed and to those who were wounded and whose lives were shattered in those few brief moments. These things are hard to accept and even harder to understand sometimes. We need to take a closer look in this country about how we treat our wounded warriors, and we need to heed Einstein's words, you can't solve a problem with the same kind of thinking that we used when we created it. There are many things in this country that need to be thought through creatively, and I'll leave it at that. Please go to the self-improvement blog and read about today's guest, His picture is there. His bio is there. Watch the videos in the right sidebar. I think you'll find them very, very interesting. You'll be glad you did. It's always nice when you can see who the guest is and know a little more about them. You know, most of us want to be the best we can be. That's why you're listening to the show. That's why I do it, um, because I've always been interested in improving uh, we want to be the best all along when we're young. You know, we always want to learn more, get better at what we're doing, middle age, and closer to the golden years. And, ah, yeah, even in the golden years, and I'm in those, and I know I still want to learn things, do better, you know, be better. You know, how do we do that? We're going to be talking about that today, how to be the best version of yourself you can be at every age. Our guest today is Guy Joseph Ale. He's the founding president of Lifespan Seminars and vice president of Asia Pacific Association of Psychology. Guy's reputation as a visionary in the field of human lifespan has earned him the nickname of the Lifespan Guy. He received the Eminent in Psychological Science Award at the International Conference on Psychology 2011 in recognition of invaluable contributions for the benefit of humanity. That's a biggie. 
Since 1992, Guy's primary research has been the scientific, spiritual, behavioral, and evolutionary aspects of the awareness that is in our DNA to sense how long we can live and the practical applications of this perception in everyday circumstances. It is my absolute pleasure to welcome to the Self-Improvement Show, Guy Joseph Ale. Guy, welcome. Thank you, Irene. It is a true pleasure joining you and your audience. You have such an interesting background. So my first question is going to be perfect for you. Tell us about yourself. Who is Guy Joseph Ale? And give us a little bit of your story about how you got where you are today. In a capsule, Irene, I would describe myself as a curious creature who wants to understand the most about himself and existence. I love it. (laughs) And I'm really absolutely determined to understand what it is that I am as a as a sentient being, and what existence is, what it is, this wonderful, uh, fascinating thing that we call life, and then really make the most of it in the sense of utilize understanding my God-given skills, uh, my capacities, and then applying them to be a positive force in the world, and through understanding myself, also help others, inspire others to be the best version of themselves. Understanding ourselves is a whole lifetime kind of job in itself. You have a wonderful accent. Tell us where you're from and uh, a little bit about your journey. I speak four languages, Irene. Uh, so the, <laughs> the accent that you hear is really a mix of them all. They, you know, this is not a, any particular accent of any languages that I speak by now. They've all become mashed up. <laughs> I was born in... <laughs> I was born in Georgia, which at the time was the Soviet Georgia, of course, on the Black Sea. And I lived there until I was four. Then I lived in Uzbekistan, near the Chinese border, in uh, Central Asia for another four years. Um, Then I lived another four years in Georgia. Then I lived 12 years in Israel. And I have been in the States since 86, have been a proud American citizen since 96, So by now, I have lived in four countries on three continents, and I I have chosen to really spend the rest of my life in this country. I think that's a really good choice. You did some interesting things when you were um, just getting started. How did you get from the, how did you make it those early days in the United States when you were learning to speak English, your job skills were limited, and, and now you're the head of a, a seminar company? Now, how did you, how did you get from there? How did you get started to, how did you make it then to where you are now? I, I just find this such a wonderful story. I, when I was uh, 20, when I was 25, I was living in Tel Aviv, Israel, and I, I underwent a severe personal crisis. I almost killed two people uh, unintentionally in a traffic accident going at five miles per hour. I almost killed two 
old ladies, 78 and 82. And that shook me to my foundations because those two wonderful old ladies, they teetered on the brink of death for about 10 days, but then they survived. They actually, they were unconscious and then they regained their consciousness and went on living. But I always think that my own crisis lasted for much longer than that. It, my, my personal crisis lasted for a good six months. I went into my mental cave. I looked at my life that was in shambles. And I said, it was a very long process. I'm going to distill it to its highlights. And the end of it was that I looked at myself and I said to myself, this is not good enough for me. I, I feel very grateful for that experience now because I feel that God took me to the precipice, to the abyss. It let me look down into the abyss and said, is this what you want, my son? And I said, no, this is not what I want and I'm capable of much more and I want to take control of my life and I want to be a positive force in life by really accepting responsibility and authority for the skills I've been given. And I see that as a transformative experience in my life because then I really took control of my life, took control of my actions and I became responsible for my actions. And then I decided to follow on my dreams. I had graduated an acting academy. I decided to follow on my dreams and I went to New York to try to, uh, to be a, to act in movies. That was my dream at the time. And I arrived in New York speaking about 50 words in English because I had been a very bad student. <laughs> uh, <laughs> about 50 words in English, uh, knowing one person who lived, one actually one struggling artist who lived in New York City, uh, about 2,000 bucks, no working permit and no staying permit. I arrived with a, uh, visa, uh, with a uh, uh, tourist visa for six months. So first of all, I wanted to see if I, want, if I would like to stay in this country, and I saw that I could, that, that I, I'm sorry, not could, but would, because um, I didn't feel home anywhere else. I did feel home in New York following my path. And I lived an existence of an undocumented alien for nearly seven years. That means <clears throat> going and finding survival jobs, not in acting, of course, survival jobs that would pay you uh, cash because you cannot be on the books, you cannot be on the radar. So here, here you are forced to live this semi-legal life, which was a, a challenge, mental challenge to accept that. And then also struggling uh, to survive. And I had a, a priority to master, learn English as soon as I could because uh, I love languages and also on a most basic level, if you are to land in Beijing, no matter how intelligent you are, if you cannot communicate who you are, communicate your thoughts, your passions, your wishes, your, um, your priorities to other people, you feel like less than human. You feel like a deaf-mute animal caged in... Absolutely. And, and that's absolute truth. I was in uh, Taiwan. I could not read the signs. I could not communicate in any way. At least in most languages, you can read the signs. You can figure out where you are. 
I could not, and I feel exactly the way you described. Isn't that something? That's really a very, very uh, special feeling, and you would feel constrained. (laughs) Uh, Scared. (laughs) Afraid. Yes, mentally and physically, of course. So I mastered lang- ma- mastered English. I really, I, I wanted to master it, and I love uh, again. I love love English. It is such a rich, such a, it's like an ocean of la- language. It, they, it has so many synonyms, so many different ways to describe <laughs> similar thoughts. And uh, so it was an extreme challenge. I faced some uh, deep disappointments running into walls during those seven years because you go, you know, you don't even compete at the, at the zero level. You, you begin way behind the race because, um, because anybody, people wants to go and find a job, but you, you find finally a job a menial job, which is much less than your skills, but then you are fired when they find out that you don't have a green card. And uh, so that was the existence for a long time, well, yeah, for nearly seven years. So the challenge is to understand and keep asking yourself constantly, why am I doing this? What is the reason I'm struggling? What is the reason I'm, I'm, I've taken this, this mount, mountain to climb? And... Um, of course, this is a metaphor for many other challenges in life. So the, if the answer continues to be because I have no other choice or because I want this or because I think that this is what I need to do, then you find the strength inside to, to balance, to master, to adapt, to adapt really, and to grow. And that's, that, that was really that period. And looking back, I am so proud of it because it, uh, it enabled me to discover deep strengths inside me and also understand who I am, why I do what I do. On that note, it's time to go to break. As we go to break, I want our listeners to think about what motivates them and how can they find their own deep strengths. This is Irene Conlon saying stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of the Self-Improvement Show. your better business achieve that goal make good on that resolution the voice america empowerment channel it's your world motivate change succeed when you think of inspiring women who comes to mind is it a visionary like oprah winfrey political or legal figures like hillary clinton or sonia sotomayor or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like meg whitman No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to The Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Guy Joseph Ale. We're talking about how you can know how long your lifespan is. But what I want to know first, Guy, is how can people find you on the Internet? How can they reach you? And then tell us about lifespan seminars. Wonderful, Irene. Um, So our company is indeed Lifespan Seminar, and they can reach us at www.lifespanseminar.com. Um, what we do, the unique program that we have is we help people understand how long they have the potential to live based on the latest scientific breakthroughs, and then we give them practical daily tools to do that. So rather than, yes, so rather than really telling people, (laughs) It's, it's, very, very, um, it's very important to approach this just correctly. So we never approach it from that uh, side of darkness, of, um, but from the light of understanding really the potential. First, let's clarify a few things. No one can tell us how long we can live but ourselves. There is no one out there. There is no outside governing authority that gives us a certificate that says, you're going to live 82 years and 72 days. No. So you're telling me that if I have a disease and the doctor says you have six months to live or you probably live a year, I don't have to believe that, do I? Of course not, because the medical profession and, and the history is rife with stories of people who have been told you have a month to live or six months to live, and then they went on to live another five or four Years right or now, 50, or 50 more. <laughs> there you go. In the East, in fact, there are those yogis who have, um, who have lived decades longer. Uh, right now, one of the Oscar winning movies, Matthew McConaughey, uh, won the best actor for the Dallas, Dallas Buyers, uh, Buyers Club where in the movie he's told you have another six months to live, and he went on to live another uh, several years. And that's an excellent movie, by the way. Yes, exactly. So, so it is, uh, we, we know of, here we go, we, you probably have heard of the new science of epigenetics. Which I have. Is, which is a new branch of biology, and it shows that our consciousness modulates our biology. 
Again, our thoughts affect our genes and not the other way around. So we determine we are born with a genetic makeup that we inherit from our family, and that is a blueprint. The latest medical studies show that the relationship between our genes and our lifestyle choices in determining our overall lifespan is one-third to two-thirds in favor of lifestyle choices. That is a profound realization because we realize that, again, it is just a blueprint. What, we, what determines is the quality of our thoughts and the quality of our actions, how we approach life and our behavior, our daily behavior. What do you, this is just off the top of my head that just flitted through as you were saying that. What do you think is more important, um, the, our thoughts or you know, the food we eat, how well we exercise, all those other things that we do uh, daily to take care of ourselves? Where, where would you say the, the greatest um, influence comes from, thoughts our daily behavior? It's, it really is a combination of it all. I just recently was interviewed by a former opera producer, Danit Kupanda, and the segment was, Are Your Habits Shortening Your Life? So, and to touch on what we teach here at Lifespan Seminar, so we don't, uh, so we, Every living organism has an optimal duration of existence. We as humans, each one of us, has the optimal duration we can exist, according to our genetic makeup. In the United States, in this country, the average lifespan right now is 78 years. However, due to bad habits, we keep shortening it constantly. For example, lifelong smoking habit cuts on average about 12 years of my lifespan potential. Being obese, lifetime obesity cuts about seven years. Being, uh, being in a chronic stress, unfortunately so many of us are, that can cut up to eight years of my potential lifespan. Being a couch potato and not exercises, not exercising my body can cost me about nine years. And having fast food as my regular diet can also cost me up to 10 years. So you see, we keep shrinking our potential lifespan. So if you're a couch potato who has a bad diet, is stressed out, and has negative thinking, you're in real trouble. And that is why we hear of people who have a heart attack at 41. Yes. Or have severe arthritis at 45 or have diabetes. These are all preventable diseases that if we adjust, now the important, the wonderful thing to realize that with small adjustments in everyday life, we can gain a lifetime of wellness. So it's very, very important to realize that small, sensible choices in our daily life, and we can touch that as we go along, Irene, if you would like. I would like, yes. How did you come to be interested in lifespan? You know, this is... um, really um, pinpointing a specific, you know, how did you know that you wanted to study lifespan and be able to know how long a lifespan you or others would have, help others know their lifespan? Yes. 
Well, I described that transformative experience in my life when I almost killed uh, two people by accident. Another transformative experience in my life was when I almost died in a uh, medical crisis. I developed uh, lower back pain, uh, which absolutely immobilized me. I had never experienced anything like it before. I was incapacitated 100%, meaning I could not lie, sit, or stand without debilitating pain. What happened, apparently, I found out later on, that the chip of my vertebra in my lower back broke off and lodged itself into the nerve canal. And oh. every time I was making, I was attempting to make this, the, the smallest movement, even just with my pinky, it would send these electrical shots to my brain, excruciating pain. And this entire um, crisis lasted, of course, for several weeks until the, diag until the diagnosis came up and then the treatment. So, uh, again, it lasted for a good maybe six weeks or so. And I felt that that was the end. And so I asked myself at that time, what was the greatest understanding of myself and life that I had? And what, what came up was that I gain, I had an insight in 1992 that I could live 102 years. It came to me when I, I used to run, I used to jog regularly at the time, I lived in New York City, and, in, and those runs were the best meditation sessions. Because, you know, any, anyone who does physical activity regularly knows that, you know, the body goes automatically and so the mind can travel to beautiful places, and I always had gotten the most beautiful thoughts on these meditation runs, and on one of those thoughts, uh, I, a number arrived, 102 years, and quite honestly, Irene, I struggled with that thought for the first five years or so. I didn't trust it, I was afraid of it, I didn't know what to make of it. I thought it was some kind of a silly joke. But slowly, it simply would not leave my mind. And that gradual, slow process, I realized I simply had to yield to it and start researching it. And then what I came up with, so I researched the scientific, spiritual, uh, evolutionary, and uh, uh, practical sides of it. And I believe that, and what we teach, is that it is a latent capacity in us. We have many other hidden capacity in us that we still, still simply have not revealed. We did not know about flying. You know, flying is only 100 years old. We didn't know about radio waves, and then we discovered them. We didn't know about fire, and 400,000 years ago we discovered them. So, you know, because we have not reached the end of our evolutionary chain, and this is just one other latent capacity that we are able to understand by developing a higher awareness of our physical and mental states. It would be interesting if we even had an inkling of how much we could understand you know, um, if we had the ability, if we could get ourselves quiet enough to listen. Um, all of those things that come into uh, self-awareness. Um, interesting story. I think at this point, before we get into something else, we'll take a break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking more with Guy Joseph Ale. So stay tuned. We'll be right back in a minute. 
success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Where can you find wisdom in the little conversations of every moment in a show? One that brings you golden nuggets that you can apply towards your burning desires, life, and success. Tune in to Little Conversations Today with host Dan Deegan. Our program will provide amazing breakthroughs in your life and help bring you closer to your dreams. Set your internal conversation GPS and tune in to Little Conversations Today, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're changing lives through the power of Little Conversations. Every one of us confronts challenges that rock our world to the core, making us confused and disoriented, not knowing which way is up. On The Mother Rising, host Margaret Jacobson will nourish that spark that enlivens. You will be both empowered and inspired to create the changes leading you on your path to your own true freedom. Discover your worth and what you are capable of. Tune into The Mother Rising every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to The Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Guy Joseph Ale. We're talking about lifespan. You you talk about mind body energy coherence in your book. T- tell us a little bit about what that is and what you do in relation to mind body energy coherence. Yes, Irene. Uh, first, the mind body connection. Uh, we just touched on it about um, in the previous segment when we discussed how our thoughts affect our genes and right. how people live much longer than, than experts tell them they can live. So the mind plays a crucial role in our well-being, in our existence, because the, we are increasing human race is increasing our longevity it grows about by an average of two years every decade however the great secret is to stay vital and healthy as we grow older of course because who wants to be a vegetable nobody nobody exactly the new science of neuroplasticity teaches us that the brain, scientists used to believe that the brain stopped its neural regeneration at around the age of four or six. However, studies since the beginning of the 21st century have shown that the brain is changing constantly through our entire lifespan. If, and here's the big if, if we keep stimulating it with activities, with challenges, mental and physical challenges, 
Because otherwise, the brain does not just automatically keep regenerating new connections between its 100 billion cells. That process only happens, it's called neurogenesis, that only happens if there is a reason for the brain to generate new connections and create new cells, and that is through new adventures, and some of the greatest adventures, I will mention a few, are learning a new language, picking up a new physical activity that is absolutely unfamiliar, such as learning a new dance, which you've never done before. So in this culture, it will be picking up the rumba, picking up the tango, picking up the, picking up tap dancing, traveling also is very, very good, and challenges that use the most of our motor skills, both our intelligence and our physical activities. You see, there is a common thread through these challenges. They are all, um, they are all activities that require many of our motor skills to engage at the same time. So that's the mind-body connection because, quite simply, we cannot live long unless we want to live long. <laughs> Say that again. I think that is an absolute critical point. Absolutely. We cannot live long unless we want to live long. And, and the, again, the latest science, which is really supported by what it's, it's, it's very, very important for me to convey to, uh, to everyone that I come in contact with. There is a great wisdom in our body and in our mind. We just need to learn to trust it. So there's wonderful new uh, medical studies and scientific studies, they really just provide the scientific foundation to age-old wisdom, which is the body needs exercise to stay healthy. The wisdom of the body that you and I touched earlier, uh, Irene, means that the body, the human body, is a well-designed machine for living programmed for self-healing and self-correction if we don't harm it with bad habits. The body contains a natural state called homeostasis where it regulates the um, internal temperature, circadian cycles, digestion, elimination. The body knows intuitively how to take care of itself. For example, we sweat to cool off during the hot summer days and we shiver to produce heat during the cold winter months. We simply need to understand the body and then create the conditions where it can operate the way it was designed. And in our culture, we do all kinds of things to undercut what the body can do. We put on deodorant so we don't sweat. You know, we, we do all kinds of things. That are contrary. As I understand it, we're also walking pharmacies. We have everything in us we need to heal. That is just so true, and it is just it is just so unfortunate that we pollute our bodies with all these chemicals and supplements and additives. Where if we ask, where do those we? So, so let's open the division a little bit and ask ourselves what, what it is that we are. What, what are we made of? We are made, every atom in our body comes from planet Earth, which in turn is made of the same ingredients of energy and matter as everything else in the cosmos. So we are very much of the Earth. We are made 
of the plants, the earth, the air of, of the universe, which created planet Earth. In that sense, our nutrients are not, they do not come from pills and powders and processed supplements, they come from the nature. So that is the, the, all the greatest diets and all the, again, just the latest study from several medical universities on the East Coast show that stay as close to nature as possible. Do not pollute your body with uh, additives or supplements as much as possible and keep exercising your body and that will lead to you living the longest and healthiest life that your genes entitle you to. And we're bombarded every time we turn on the radio or the TV about things that we should eat and take and do um, to be more beautiful, healthier, and, and the healthier things are usually way out processed something that you know we don't even know what we're getting. It's really hard when they make it so attractive and so compelling. If I just take this, then I'll be, I'll feel wonderful. How do we combat that? How do we get around that? Where do we find stuff that we know is okay? Again, by going inside, really, by, by using meditation and by understanding the body because our wisdom and our centeredness and our peace lies within, really. And there are, you know, we here teach uh, practical uh, tools such as breathing. Uh, you know, even if you like, if we have the time, I can, I can demonstrate to your audience some very, very practical, fun little exercises uh, right here that would take a couple of minutes uh, through breathing, through meditation, through understanding good nutrition. Um, but I wanted to very, very quickly, you asked me about mind-body energy connection, and I don't want to neglect it. So, so we touch on the mind-body and the energy side of it. Again, we, every living organism has an optimal duration of existence. So we all, the simplest way really to think about it, we all have a certain amount of gas in our tank. Um, so when we understand what that, we understand it by going through a medical checkup and understanding our genetic makeup, the inheritance from our family, and then understanding our own body and that number, that potential that comes up is our optimal lifespan. And then we also teach those simple uh, self-management skills that will enable us to realize that potential. You know, mind you, uh, cars in the past did not have fuel gauges, but they drove. So right now we are driving, we're going through life without a fuel gauge. So understanding our lifespan gives us a fuel gauge because we can drive from the East Coast to the West Coast in a car without a fuel gauge. But if we had a fuel gauge, wouldn't it give us much more mastery and understanding mastery over our vehicle? Of course, that's, that's the simplest analogy of it. And we do need mastery of this vehicle that we call ourselves. Um, let's do talk about a few of your exercises. Tell people what your book is, because m- my, my guess is most of these exercises uh, are in your book. There really are some wonderful visualizations and some wonderful things to do um, there. So tell us about your book, and, and we have a few minutes before time for a break. Why don't we talk about these things? 
Wonderful. My, uh, my first book, in fact, is uh, A Manual for Mastering Your Life, and it is available at Barnes & Noble and Sony, and also on the Lifespan Seminar website, www.lifespanseminar.com. And in fact, I want to say I'm enjoying uh, joining you, Irene, so much that any of your audience, they can email us at info at lifespanseminar.com and they will get a 25% discounted rate if they mention today's show, Self-Improvement Show, and Irene. So enter Self-Improvement Irene and you will get 25% discount on any of our programs. Fantastic. Now, a, a lot of our listeners download this show later. Uh, many are at work. They can't listen to it in the middle of the day. Will this offer be good for them as well? Yes, absolutely. It will still apply because there is no need to enter the date. Just enter self-improvement show cool. and the name Irene and you will uh, qualify for it. I will put that on the blog as well. Wonderful. And my upcoming, and that book, A Manual for Mastering Your Life, is a simple practical guide to stress management, good nutrition, sufficient rest, and active lifestyle. Uh, Very quickly, let me demonstrate. We have about three minutes before. Right. So let's do a very, very quick breathing exercise. I will demonstrate it quickly because breath is really the foundation of everything and it is the greatest a benchmark by which we determine our well-being. So here you are, grow quiet and concentrate on your breath. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. I am speeding all this, so at home you will be able to just follow this and take your time, but I'm speeding it here for time's sake. Once you establish a steady and even rhythm of breaths, Inhale on the count of five and exhale without count. And do this five times. Again, inhale as you count to five and then exhale without count. Do this five times. Rest a second and then inhale on the count of ten and exhale without count. And do this five times. It's important that you always stay relaxed. Do not tense up your chest or anything like that. Stay relaxed and breathe. After that, inhale on the count of 12 or 15 and exhale without count and do that five times. After you're done, inhale without count and exhale on the count of five. Five times, then inhale without count and exhale on the count of 10, five times. Then inhale without count and exhale on the count of 12 or 15 and do that five times. When you're done, what this simple exercise shows you that you are in control of your breath. It is not an activity that simply happens. It is a conscious effort that you make. You are in control of your breath. Because you're in control of your breath in this contained environment of this exercise, the more you practice this exercise, the more you will be able to control your breath when you face tense situations. So when you face a tense situation tomorrow, instead of going into a rage or becoming tense, you concentrate on your breath because this is something that you can control and you let your breath guide you to safety. 
Wonderful. On that note, we're going to let our listeners do just a little bit of this breathing exercise. We're going to break. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Guy Joseph Ailes, saying stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. We let so many outside factors mold and shape our lives. Technology, instant delivery. We live in an on-demand world. What's happened to the compassion, the kindness, a better pace? Listen to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. We'll bring that kindness and compassion back to our world. Our guests come from around the world and will discuss what's being done and what we can do to bring our lives back to order. Might Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What does creme de la creme mean? It's the greatness of living, the willingness to be the best. It's living beyond what you know is possible with no limitation. Access Consciousness presents Creme de la Creme, a program that empowers you to choose and create the life you would like to have and entices you into being who you are, not who others would have you be. It's the best of the best. It's the finer things in life. It's brilliant. It's fun. It's exciting. Join us for Creme de la Creme every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, voiceamericaempowerment.com. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's one 888 346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self-improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self-improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the self-improvement show. Today's guest is Guy Joseph Ale. We've been talking about lifespan. And you know, if some of you will absolutely want to go back and listen to the beginning of the show and listen to the whole thing over. There's been such valuable information shared here today. You've um, alluded or you've mentioned intuition several times, Guy. What's the role of intuition in health and well-being? Does it have one? Can everybody use it? Speak to intuition. Absolutely, Irene. Indeed. So, again, let's position ourselves in our proper place in the universe. We have determined that we are made of the same ingredients of energy and matter as everything else in the cosmos. Our body is a capsule of creation. Our body contains the entire evolutionary information that came down since the Big Bang, as current science tells us, of 13.8 billion years ago. That is the wealth of information that is contained in our body. Practically anything the universe knows, your body also knows. By understanding our mechanism of mind, body, energy, flesh, blood, and bones, we understand the greatest secrets of existence. 
how to create the conditions where we can be at our very, very best. So by understanding our body through, in our case, through body consciousness techniques, we learn to access our intuition. We can only understand our optimal duration by accessing our intuition. And because we are made of the same ingredients of energy, consciousness, and intelligence that animate the cosmos, once we access our innate intuition, we access universal intelligence. As simple as that. The greatest way into the wisdom of existence is through our own being. So that is the intuition on a practical daily basis. Again, we are living at a very exciting time because science enables us to provide foundations to this age-old wisdom. The latest research from Harvard neuroscientist Rudolf Danzi shows that intuition is the next stage of the brain that is evolving as it relates to the mind. In terms of, it began with the instinctive brain, the animal brain, the emotional brain, followed by the emotional brain, followed by the intellectual brain, and the next stage is the intuitive brain. And we have people who say intuition doesn't count, that we shouldn't trust it. Well, they, what's your response to that? That these are sim- these are people who, unfortunately, uh, denying themselves a great wealth of information. Because yeah. uh, in that again, to 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 refer to uh, the research of uh, of uh, this uh, Harvard neuroscientist Rudolf Tanzi, in this sense, intuition is a progression. So intuition is not merely that animal instinct that we have, but it is a culmination of all our different qualities of intelligence, vision, self-knowledge, and vision of the world, mind, body, and soul. Is there any way to tap into this other than meditation? Isn't meditation important here? Meditation is a wonderful uh, doorway because it enables us to access our in, inside world. The simplest way really to describe how med- meditation improves our well-being is meditation calms the mind, which calms the body, which enables the body to regain its natural balance. So meditation has been known, in fact again, many studies have shown that meditation affects not only our inner well-being, but also the energy that we project onto, out into the world. Because this is a participatory universe, and we create our reality by the thoughts and feelings that we project from the source of field, which is our brain. So everything's in play here. So meditation is important so we can get quiet enough to, to reach some of these things. How important then is nutrition to, to fuel us so we're healthy enough to, to I guess, to help put all, the whole thing together? I'm having a trouble with my words here. No, no, no. These are, each one of these is, is critical, but uh, quite honestly, between those two, I must say, in practical terms, good nutrition is much more uh, basic because good nutrition 
if we don't, do not exercise good nutrition, we simply pollute our body and we shorten our life, which is not true for meditation. There are many different ways to achieve peace rather than meditation, but good nutrition is essential. It cannot be simply uh, denied. And here, let's again give, we make a point of making it very clear and simple. Let's demystify good nutrition. Keep it simple. Get most of your nutrients from fruits, vegetables, nuts, lean proteins such as fish, poultry. Stay away from preservatives and processed foods, refined sugar, and um, uh, again, uh, preservatives, and satisfy all your cravings in a responsible manner, please. Uh, most diets do not work over a long time because they're all based on restricting our food intake. So we lose weight over six months and then over the next two years, we regain it all back, which is a very, very bad cycle for the body. Much better way is to understand the basic rules of good nutrition and then make food your friend rather than a foe which also will enable you to keep your weight over a lifetime. So basically in, in everyday life, this means shopping around the edges of the grocery store and not going up and down those shelves full of processed food. Is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And go to as many farmer's markets as you can. <laughs> now, again, these are, these are choices. It's, it's not, it's not as, you, as you referred earlier, because we are bombarded. It is much easier to grab a TV dinner or, or grab Doritos than it is to locate a pear, banana, and apple. But, again, this is your life. This is our life. These are the choices that we make. So what is more important? What is more important for us to live a healthy life or simply shove something down our throat? Yeah, I bet they wouldn't put sugar in their gas tank. There we go. There yeah. We go. Guy, I hate to say this, but we're right up to the end of the show. Can you believe that? I cannot. What's the thought you'd like to leave with our listeners today? You are in charge of your life, and tomorrow is not yesterday. Please, tomorrow is not yesterday. You do not have to carry forward bad habits only because you have done them in the past. Begin today with small adjustments in your everyday life, and they can lead you to a lifetime of wellness. Absolutely wonderful advice, and I haven't heard it put that way. Yesterday is not today, and today's not tomorrow either. So yeah. we need to do it today. Next week, we're going to talk about music and mediumship with Todd, Ho- Todd Hogan. He's a rock singer and a psychic medium. It sounds like fun to me. So come back next week and hear what Todd Hogan has to say. Guy, thank you so, so much for being with us today. You have given us some of the meatiest thoughts we've heard in a very long time. It was my true pleasure, Irene. I enjoyed our conversation so much. I I hope that in the future we can have you back again. I look forward to it. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Guy Joseph Ale saying 
thank you for being with us today, and I invite you to be back again next week for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.